no woman has fully received herself by sacrificing her dignity. I am extremely unreachable unless you have a hand in my blooming. Sometimes instead of going the distance, it's just easier to say, honestly, never mind. Let's get into it. And that's what there you go was about. I myself. I, know I don't I shine. I glow. And I'm it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor, to do a strong work. woman, and not one to be tested. Don't be afraid to glow. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the more it scares you, the more you should do it. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of She Said What? I know it has been a minute. Before, since I have actually made a podcast and life happens um, and that's basically it I will be trying to be more consistent as the weeks go on as I start getting my schedule together and everything like that but graduate school is a bitch and um, that's all I really have to say about that so for this subject matter right here I just want to I was inspired by this probably about six weeks ago and it's something that I was going to write and publish on Medium which is an article online I have a lot of essays on there so you can go check them out if you want to um you can get to them through my actual website there's a little link up at the top glowmobs.com and you know (laughs) saying never mind for some of us is that's it you know that's the period at the end of the sentence that's the end of what's going on I have nothing else to say while for other people it's more like a comma whereas there's more that comes behind it but they don't necessarily say necessarily say so but can we be like abundantly real because that's what I'm gonna be anyway you know um But I want you to be real with yourself as you're listening to this, not only this podcast episode, but anything that I put out because it's important. Honesty starts by being real with ourselves about what it is that we do or what we don't do. And it will help us to elevate to other levels that you would never even think that you could go mentally, spiritually, in your relationships and everything. It's all about being honest with yourself. I feel like the easier option for most things in life is to just throw them in the towel. That's the easy option. Whether it comes to school, if if you are achieving or trying to achieve higher learning, or if you're trying to write a book, or if you're trying to start a business, or if you're trying to even be in a healthy relationship, it's a goal, an endeavor. Anything that you're trying to achieve that is somewhat unachievable, it's, it's work. It takes work. And some people don't want to do the work. So they just be like, never mind. If it was so easy, then everyone would have it. All of these things. Good love, graduate degrees, bachelor's degrees, the life you always wanted, the money that you want, the um, whatever it is. You know, put that... Put that on yourself and figure out what, you know, you can insert whatever you want into the, into the sentence. Um, I'm not going to go down the whole line, but I think you get my point. If it was easy, everyone would have a book. 
Everyone would be a millionaire. Everyone would be smashing their goals. Everyone would have a healthy relationship or the pe- the people that at least say that they want one and actually do. Um, but it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. These things take work. These things take work, but not to the not to the detriment of yourself. So when I said in the beginning, no woman has fully uh, received herself by sacrificing her dignity. What I'm saying when I say that is, don't sacrifice your dignity for for anything. For for what? You know, when you receive yourself as an individual, as someone who is walking this earth, as one of God's children, as someone who who contributes to um, life and society and stuff like that, you don't have time to sacrifice who you are at the core. Now, if you're someone who has work to do, and I'm not saying that people who are, you know, out here achieving things and doing good things for people don't have work to do, because they do, we all do, but there's levels to it. So some people might be a little far behind, some people might be a little far ahead. It's not a race but it is a scale to me, the way I feel. I really, and I go on to say I'm I'm extremely unreachable unless you've had a hand in my blooming. I don't have time for bullshit. I don't. And my bluntness has always been something that has rubbed people the wrong way who wanted to manipulate it. I'm going to say that again. My bluntness has always been something that was a problem for people who want to manipulate it. Not for people who want to get on this train. Not for people who want who want to do better. Not for people who I'm talking to or who I'm coaching or who I'm working with and stuff like that and doing different projects with and stuff like that. It's not a problem because they're on board. It's not. It's not so much about me, but it's about what I bring to the table. And what I bring to the table is authenticity. I arrive authentic. I don't have time for shame. If we're going to talk about mental health, I got a story for you. If we're going to talk about life, I got a story for you. We're going to talk about, you know, I've just, I've just happened to have the sort of life that is not very common. So I have a lot of things to relate to, and I really know that this is going to help me to be an even better therapist because I don't judge anyone. I don't care what it is that you're doing. I think that, honestly, everyone needs to be on medication because everyone is kind of fucked up, and that's okay. But I want to dive a little bit deeper into this, and I don't want to use mental health as an excuse because it's not, because sometimes that could be something that's used as a crutch Although it can be the reasoning, just hear me out, the reasoning for some of the things that I'm going to mention, but we're not going to use it as a crutch. When you are a grown ass person and you've had experiences, at some point, the excuses need to stop. At some point, they just have to stop. Unless you want to keep on with the excuses and go ahead and see how that, how you uh, pan out with that. Go ahead and do that. But at the end of the day, I think it's most important for me personally as the woman that I am just navigating through this life to be able to look myself in the mirror and to say, you know what, you tried your best in whatever it is. 
you tried your best. You did exactly what you, with everything, with your full heart. And it didn't work out or it did work out or whatever the case may be. So I've I've definitely noticed that when it comes to people, they're quick to throw certain things away. But they usually keep the things that bring them strife and uncertainty. Think about that for a minute. <clears throat> a lot of people keep the things that bring them strife and uncertainty. Uncertainty, Like you look, like, I, I mean, I guess the most thing that I could see right now or give an example of is like TikTok. So you see a lot of, and I, I just say TikTok because... That's the first thing that came to mind, but you see a lot of people um, engaging in unhealthy relationships and, you know, they're thirst trapping and all this other stuff. And then they're like, oh, I recorded her cheating or I recorded him cheating and stuff like that. And it's like, but you keep going back. But when it's healthy, people are quick to throw in the towel. It's almost like they are addicted to the chaos, even though they they don't want to sit here and admit it to themselves. They are addicted to the chaos. It turns them on. It gives them some reason to make up and you have good sex or whatever it is, whatever this person does for you or whatever it does, it feels within yourself. It, it sort of like comes back. And sometimes it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You don't think that you can do better. You don't believe that you can do better. So this this way you sabotage every relationship that you're in, every friendship that you're in, every every person that wants to get close to you and wants to love you, you, you um, sabotage it in some way, shape, or form because you truly don't believe that you deserve it. I'm getting a little bit deep there, but... Um, Anyway, like I said, there are some people that are really quick to throw out certain things um, that are really good for them. But they keep those toxic friends or they keep those toxic relationships or they keep those people who are all on that rah-rah. You know, you finally found the one you've been praying for. And she's different or he's different, which is a good thing. Right? I wrote a book called I Wasn't Mean to Fall in Line because I wasn't. And I embrace the fact that I am an individual. I've never been like anyone else. And I don't want any of you to feel bad for not being like other people. When I was younger, I remember my mother used to always call me crazy. (laughs) That was like a buzzword. Crazy, 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 crazy. Right? To a point where it was a very sensitive word to me and something that would actually hurt my feelings like when I was in the military and stuff like that, and maybe somebody said the word crazy, I would flip the fuck out because it was like, I'm not crazy. I'm just not like the rest of you bitches. And you need to embrace that if you're not. And this isn't about what men like, and this isn't about what your partner likes or women like or whoever it is or whatever it is that you fuck or you date. This is about yourself. How do you want to live this life? Do you want to show up authentic or do you want to be like everybody else? For me, I want to be myself. I'm a worldly person. I just so happen to be able to experience things that people dream about and I love it. And I'm not going to apologize for that. 
And that's not something I'm ever going to be quiet for because I'm not going to downplay my quote unquote pretty for nobody else. And neither should you. Don't downplay your intelligence. Don't downplay nothing, anything about who the fuck you are to make someone else happy. Don't do it. So anyway, as I was saying, you finally found the one that you've been praying for and she's different. You can't pull the same old bullshit with her or him as you did with others because they have done their work. They've done their work and then it's not something a lot of people want to deal with because it's not easy. When you're dealing with someone who is on their square, that's that can be really intimidating. And I'm not saying that they're making you feel less than. It's a good person. They're on their square. They have their goals and stuff. And they just so happen to want to bring you along or they love you or something. But because you're used to dealing with nonsense and bullshit and chicken heads and, and men who cheat on you and women who cheat on you and stuff like that, you're just waiting for the other shooter for, oh, this one is going to do it too. So you're like, you know what? Never mind. Don't sabotage something that you have no idea about. <laughs> There's so many lessons to interacting with people from ones that you shouldn't and ones that you should. And I noticed that it's easier to deal with like a hood rat (laughs) who's going to stress you the fuck out, who has no morals, values, because she's she's not going to ask for much from you. Where it matters, she's not going to ask for much. You can probably spend a little money on her, fuck her, any which way that you want. And she lacks substance. She lacks intelligence. She lacks all of the things that are actually important. And that thing that you actually need, that thing that will sustain you in the other person is something that you actually have to work to maintain. But because you don't want to work, it's never mind. Never mind. Why do you think when people cheat, most people, they cheat down? Now, they won't admit it to themselves that they're cheating down, but they do. They're going to go fuck something that's easy. Something that they don't have to put too much effort into. Because to sustain you, they got to bring their A game. And either they might not be used to it or they're lazy or what the fuck ever. They have to bring their A game. And you might not even be asking for much. You're asking for basic shit, but because they've never been in anything healthy or they never experienced anything healthy, it seems like the world to them. It seems like far too much. And, you know, sometimes even though these people do this and, you know, there's a root cause to it, that ain't your person. It's just not. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear that. But what are you going to do? Are you going to sacrifice your dignity? Are you going to sacrifice who you are to make this person more comfortable when they never will be? Because these are internal issues that they have to work on. Or are you going to show up authentic and they can either fuck with it or throw it away? That's up to you. 
There's so many that lack emotional maturity. And there's for many different reasons. They were either coddled. So a lot of people were coddled. Like they were provided for, provided for, provided for, you know, until their mid-20s or whatever. Some of us weren't. You know, I was on my own at 13. I was not provided for. So I noticed that I, I tend to see the world and see things a lot more different, more from an independent standpoint. But at the same time, I can also be someone who is submissive to a partner who is worth being submissive to. I can submit. I have no problem with that. But I will never submit to someone who I don't feel safe around or someone who doesn't take care of me. And I'm not talking about money. Y'all already know I've already talked about the type of people that I've dated and the type of experiences that I've had and the things that I was provided. But still in all, it was still settling because what wasn't given to me, they were not the things that were substantial. You know, anybody can give me $3,000 and say, go shopping, and we're going on a vacation. But can you love me the way I need to be loved? Can they love you the way that you need to be loved? I know some of you are like, well, how can I get that vacation and that $3,000 and stuff? I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because that's not what this is about. This is about substantial things. We're not even on that shit anymore. So anyway, like I was saying, a lot of people lack emotional maturity. That's not a dig. Just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you can handle things maturely. Cheating, people treating you like shit, shutting down. It's really enough to say, honestly, never fucking mind. Because you've gone the distance. You've done all these things in your life. Me, I'm 42 years old. I don't have time for bullshit anymore. I don't. I know exactly what the fuck it is that I want. And I also know that I'm the type of person that is willing to compromise. Not compromise myself. Not compromise the very being of who I am. But to compromise and meet the other person halfway. For sure. Why not? You know, you're two different people coming from two different walks of life. So is there's bound to be some rifts and stuff like that, but it's okay. You communicate, you know, you get you get in that groove and you make it work and then you be happy. So many people don't know what to do with that. They don't know what to do with having it all in a woman. Someone who's smart, someone willing willing to fuck you from left, right, up and down. Someone who's willing to let you do whatever to them. Someone who's willing to teach you and read to you and, and sacrifice you and provide for you and stuff. Because it takes work to keep her. It doesn't take work to keep a little silly bitch. Even though you're going to be even more stressed out with that one. And so this is why I say it comes down to emotional maturity. Someone who is emotionally mature understands this. They understand that it does take a certain type of vibe, a certain type of mixture in order to be with a man or a woman who is there. Instead of just being like, fuck that, and there you are hurting them. To go be with some hood rat. (laughs) It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Because I'm there. And whatever. So 
Um, these type of things, you know, they could really make you want to put your good heart away. They really can make you want to feel that way. We all get tired. We all do. And you can't thrive when you're in survival mode. This is something I always say. You can't thrive when you're trying to survive. How can you be happy with someone when you're sitting there and waiting for the next shoe to fall? When you're waiting for them to do the next thing that the other person did? And another thing y'all need to stop doing is stop punishing the next person for the things that other people did because they're not the same people. You can't thrive in survival mode. You cut off the joy. You can't find joy there. You can't be happy there. You know, happiness is like, you know, that's a fleeting emotion, like being angry. You know, you could be happy for five minutes. You could be angry for five minutes. But joy is something that is sustainable. That's something that is, that's something that's part of like the foundation of who you are when you have joy. When you do things that help you to experience joy, it's sustainable when the winds of opposition, when the winds of opposition come in your life, because they're gonna, they're gonna come, that's it. There's gonna be haters, somebody's gonna come for you, somebody's gonna be in your business, somebody's gonna be here, there, everywhere. It's just a fact. But when you're constantly surviving and you cannot thrive that way because survival mode makes you hypervigilant. And I'm going to tell you what hypervigilant is. Some of you have anxiety. Some of you don't. No matter if you have anxiety or not, hypervigilant is more so where your peripheral vision, which is, you know, where you, you're looking straight and you can kind of see from the sides, where you're constantly looking behind your back and looking forward and stuff like that. You cannot relax. So you're like, oh, what the fuck is going to happen now? Because I'm used to this, so I'm used to that. That's why I said in another podcast episode, I was like, do your fucking work before you get in relationships. We're sick and tired of trying to fix broken fucking people. We are. I don't, you know, I've, and I can only say this because I arrived broken in a few situations but I wasn't looking for anything serious but still in all I were I broken but I had to do my fucking work and there's no shame in that and I talked about that you can have an amazing person right in front of you and yet you want to keep looking at these hoes and I'm talking to men and women what are you doing And if you're the type of person who doesn't want commitment, then stop wasting people's time. Just be out there and do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Nobody's stopping you. When I was the type of person who didn't want commitment, I was extremely honest. And then when people got out of pocket or got out of character or anything like that, I had to handle it. But I was was honest. Some people feel like they can change you, but they really can't. And then you have the ones that blame it on love. They're like, oh, it's love. Love sucks. I'll never fall in love again. I'll never be in love again and this and that. It ain't, it's not love's fault. It's not love's fault at all. Love is something that just exists. It's something that exists in limits way beyond itself. It's something that can be explored in such a deep way. In ways that... That can make you uncomfortable because you feel like you're losing yourself. It's something that is so beautiful and you can go so deep and far through its depths. 
But a lot of you don't want that. You say you want it. You say you want love, but you don't want fucking love. You want you want the feeling. You want the facade. You want it to show to your family. You want it to put on your statuses on Facebook and Instagram or whatever the fuck it is. Um, which I hate social media, but unfortunately I have to use it for business purposes. You that's what you want it for. But love is love doesn't do that. It exists in limits far beyond itself. People are the ones that fuck up love with your issues and your fucking bullshit. Cause you're not ready. You're not ready. So how can we bring this full circle? Right? I'm a solution based person. Which oh, goodness gracious, that shit is annoying sometimes because when I deal with people who are not solution based, it's like um it's not my favorite thing to do. And honestly, it makes me say, honestly, never mind, fuck it. I'm not immune to this. I'm a human being and I'm not perfect. Just like you're not perfect and you're a human being as well. I shut down too. But you know what? I'm not going to call it shut down anymore. I'm going to call it moving on. Because I'm not shutting down for anybody. I'm not shutting my body down, my life down, my mind down, my experiences down. If you want to act like a fucking ass, you can act like an ass by yourself. And I'm going to move on. And that goes for friendships, that goes for families, that goes for relationships, that goes for community, that goes for um, that goes for professional relationships. Life is so fucking short. And the crazy thing is that's something that we always keep saying. Life is short. Life is short to the point where it's so cliche. Life is short. And so since it's so cliche, everybody is so used to hearing it. But it really is. You are blessed if you wake up the next day. How how are you choosing to spend this? You choosing to spend this with a bunch of strife and shit? Or are you going to actually embrace something healthy, finally, and thrive with that? That's the question I want to leave with you. That's all I have to say for this podcast episode. I thank you so much for listening So she said, what? And I will be back with a new episode in a couple of days. Until then, share this with your friends, your family. Don't forget to rate and review. And thank you for listening.